You're listening to IELTS To Go, a podcast to help busy people prepare for the IELTS exam 10 minutes at a time. I'm Daniel. And I'm Maggie. In each episode, we'll choose a new IELTS speaking topic to discuss. And we'll give you some tips on how you can get a higher score. So, whether you're on your commute, on your lunch break, or wherever else you might find time to listen to us, welcome to IELTS To Go. Hello, Maggie. How are you today? Pretty great. What have you been up to this month? Well, I just finished my Spanish class, and right now I'm having a holiday. Oh, that's great. What holiday is it? It's the national holiday. Okay, national holiday in China. So, what exactly is that? Well, it is for remembering the independence of China. Okay, and what is it that people tend to do during national holiday in China? Well, the first day of national holiday is a day for celebrating. Like,、uh, there will be some parade on Tiananmen Square, and usually people will take it as a, a chance to travel around. Well, that sounds like fun. So, are you doing any traveling this year? Not really. You know, during national holiday, it's crowded everywhere. You couldn't even sometimes you couldn't even walk. Yes, I've seen some pictures, like pictures of the Great Wall of China during national holiday, and it seems that people are packed so closely they can't move. Yeah, it's so funny because people would take a selfie and then they will find that, hey, where am I? All right, so it sounds like you're just staying around,、uh, staying around your home for national holiday. That's okay. I'm doing the same thing. I'm just here. Hanging out for the same reason. I don't really like traveling during national holidays in China. It's just too crowded, too many people. Okay, well let's get into today's IELTS topic. So the topic for today is this: Describe an area of your country you know and like. Where is it? What are its special features? What do you and other people do in this area? And explain why you like it. Okay, so what I'm talking about is Beijing.、Uh, I've been here for about three months, I think.、Uh, first, Beijing is the capital city of China. It's in the north of China, and special features. I think it's a quite a flat city.、Uh, I'm sure there are some mountains outside Beijing, but the city is quite flat, and it's quite easy to find the direction because, like, it's kind of like a square shape of square. Hmm.、Uh, what I'm thinking about Beijing is it's quite an old city. Everything is so old. Well, that might be the reason I like it because、uh, you can feel the、uh, you can you can experience a lot of historical and cultural things here. And oh oh, and one thing is there's so many famous historical sites in Beijing, as you know, Great Wall and Summer Palace, Tiananmen Square. And Forbidden City, numerous places I can't even count. So、uh, you can never lack of places to go. Anyway,、uh, people in this city.、Uh, every time when I go to the park, I see a lot of people, like especially old people, dance there and or do some exercise. And young people love to go out to the bar in Sunny Twenty area, which is the commercial center. In Beijing, it's very, very crowded and very 
Um, it's a very popular place for young people to hang out. There's so many different kind of bars from different kind of countries. It's quite fun there. And if you have a car, or if you have friends who have a car, that will be very convenient because you can drive to the neighbor, you can drive to a suburb or to outer side of Beijing. You can go camping. You can go barbecue, and there's so many things to do. I know some friends who、uh, camp overnight on Great Wall. That sounds like a great experience. Okay, that sounds like a very interesting place. So, a few questions. First question: How do you think this city will change in the future? I don't really think Beijing will change a lot because Beijing is a city with both the traditional things and modern international things. You know, it's kind of like an integration, and. Uh, I think in the future is just like this. To tell the truth. Okay, and do you think that Beijing is a safe place for people to travel? I think it's quite safe. Well, let me make an example.、Uh, why I think this city is quite safe. When I first came to this city, I was trying to buy a knife, and I couldn't find it anywhere, and I couldn't cut vegetables because of that. That's very strange, right? Well, it's because Uh, according to the news, somebody、uh, went crazy and hurt people in the supermarket. And since then, government just banned knife from selling in the supermarket. Since then, so I think that is an example to tell you that how strict the safety system is. Okay, that's pretty different from most places I've been. I've never been somewhere that doesn't sell knives in supermarkets.、Uh, one more question. What do you think the impact of tourism on the city is? I think、uh, Beijing has a lot of tourists. That's for sure, and I think they bring in different cultures too. So it could be the impact on this city is that tourists from all over the world、uh, will make the city more interesting and colorful. It's integrated with a lot of things, a lot of different cultures, a lot of different、uh, customs or traditions, and I think the impact on Beijing is that Beijing will become more open and more interesting and more international. Okay, thanks, Maggie. For me, I would say that my favorite place is Boston. Boston is in the northeast of America, and it's where I grew up. So I went to school there. I was raised there. I spent a lot of time there. I would say that some of its special features are that it's a major city for education. I think most people know about the universities that are there. So Harvard is there, MIT is there, Boston College, Boston University, lots of good schools that people would know about. I think it's also known for historical reasons. So the American Revolution was really started there, or it was one of the major cities for the American Revolution. Many people learned about the Boston Tea Party in school. So this is one of the events that started the American Revolution against England. So I would say that a lot of tourists there like to go around and look at the historical sites. There's something called the Freedom Trail, and this runs through Boston. It's meant to be the trail that Paul Revere went through as he was warning the people in Boston that the British army was coming. So if you go to Boston, you can follow this Freedom Trail. And there's lots of historical buildings、uh, along it, lots of places where famous people from American history lived, and where famous events happened.
So I really like Boston for many reasons. I would say that I like Boston for these reasons. It is, you know, good for education. It's got many interesting historical sites, but probably the reason why I like it the most is just because it's a beautiful city and I spent a lot of time there growing up. I've, I know the city well. I've walked through it many times. I have many friends there and my family is close by. So I think that's why I really enjoy it. Now, one of the major changes in Boston is that there have been more and more tourists coming in. And not just tourists, but there's a lot of students coming in, international students. There have always been lots of international students in America, but I would say that I'm noticing more and more every time I go there, especially from China. I remember the last time I was walking through the downtown Boston area, I felt like I was hearing more Chinese on the street than I was hearing English. So I think this is one of the major changes that is happening in Boston. Now, Boston has always been a cosmopolitan city, meaning that it has lots of people from all over the world. But I would say that it's becoming more and more cosmopolitan every year. There's more and more foreigners moving to Boston. Okay, it's time for this month's IELTS speaking tip. Last month's IELTS tip was that it's okay to lie. It's okay to make things up when you're answering a speaking question. This month's IELTS tip is that you should be speaking more than the examiner. This is especially important for the first part of the IELTS speaking portion. The first part, they will just do a simple interview. They will ask you some questions and you will answer them. Now, when they ask you a question, you should try to make your answer as long as you can, especially for the first questions that are very easy. So let me give you an example. When I practice the IELTS with my students, often the first question will be something simple, like, you know, what do you do? Are you a student or are you working? And my students will often just answer very, very simply. They'll just say, I'm a student. Now that's an easy question, and you can answer much longer than that, right? I always tell my students, when they ask you an easy question like that, make your answer longer. Try to talk as much as you can about such a simple question. Don't just say, I'm a student. Say where you are a student. Say what you are studying. Say what you would like to study in the future. What are you working towards? Don't just say, I'm a student. Now, there are a couple reasons for this. One reason is that the IELTS examiner wants you to have longer answers. This shows that your English is better, that you can talk a long time about a topic. If you just say, I'm a student, the examiner thinks that maybe your English isn't very good and you cannot say any more than that. Another reason is that an IELTS examiner will only spend a certain amount of time on each portion of the speaking test. For example, on the interview portion, they only want the interview portion to last four or five minutes, which means that if you can give a long answer for the easy questions, it's less likely that they will ask you a hard question later on. So if you answer 45 seconds about a simple question, like what are you doing right now? That means there will not be as much time later for harder questions. So, especially on the first part of the speaking test, when they are interviewing you, 
When they ask you a simple question, try to expand on your answer. We hope you found this podcast useful. Please check back next month for our next episode. If you have any questions or comments about how we can improve the podcast, you can email us at IELTS2Go at gmail.com or find us on Facebook at IELTS2Go Podcast.